Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. We're recording this episode on Tuesday, August 16th. And joining me as always is Dr. Orfe Divangi, PhD economist, an all-around good guy. Dr. O. What is going on, Chris? I mean, did you see this new thing, the uh, the data on construction, new construction data? The historical context of it is really scary. I mean, you're talking about the worst attitude around, and I mean, forgive me, I mean, the builder sentiment really is the gut shot feeling of those people who build homes. They're not feeling it. That's right. Building confidence is down, down for eight consecutive months. Builders are really not very confident about the future. And historically, declining housing starts have kind of preceded economic downturns. There are a lot of pressures in the market, right? I mean, you know, the inflation is what it is. The cost of, of borrowing, I mean, with what's going on with the Fed rate is what it is. It's, that's increased significantly. We've talked about that in past episodes where that's literally right. the cost of the loan, the amount of money that you would pay to finance the home for some people, depending on the size of the home, would have doubled. So if they were going to be paying $1,000 of interest a month, that number has gone to $2,000 a month. Underpinning all of this is, is simply the cost of the materials to do it, which, my goodness, you look back historically to 2002, so 20 years back, we have never seen swings like this in the lumber market where the price yeah. of you know that key component for construction moved from about $250 on the, uh, what is it, 1,000 board foot metric to $1,500 and then back down and then back up to $1,400, back down to $500, back up. And uh, today, I mean, just as we're looking at this and, you know, we mentioned it's August 16th, the, the price in the market today is $598.30, which is historically well above what we've typically seen for builders over the past 20 years, not even really close. There's a little bit of a bump in 2018 where- You know what the worst part about this for builders? It's not just that it's higher, that the price is higher. It's also that it's highly volatile. Yes. You know, you don't know where it's going to be, right? You know, it's all over the place. In fact, there's a nice statistic I just pulled from the National Association of Home Builders- it says that volatility in lumber prices have contributed to raising the cost of a the price of a single family home, a new single family home, by fourteen thousand dollars. That's on average. That gets passed back to the buyer. Of I mean, in, in totality. I mean, the, the builder's not going to carry that. That's ultimately what's going on right now. Plus the, you know, the economic circumstances that are surrounding the idea of of home ownership are affecting a market that otherwise, as you have said many times uh, on Everyday Economics, has a lot of room to grow. We do not have enough homes. That's the sad part, right? Right. So like with demand pointing down, affordability is at a 15-year low, income adjusted for inflation has fallen, inflation is eroding the amount of savings accumulated during the pandemic, the stock market is still down over the year in, in 2022. When builders expect demand to pull back, to fall, they pull back. And that's what's happening. 
Now, the scary part for us is what does that mean for employment in related sectors? So if builders are pulling back, I expect employment in that sector to take a nosedive. And at the same time, in terms of housing affordability, the U.S. has a housing unit deficit. And so in terms of affordability, if supply is pulling back, well, it's not going to improve very much. And we've seen win-win scenarios in the marketplace before. I mean, we had a ultimately the way that we got there prior to the housing collapse. I mean, we were able to get a lot of people in, into a lot of homes. Builders had a great time. And for uh, owners who financed properly, who were appropriately equipped financially to get into the market, you know, it was win-win. This really feels like uh, lose-lose. Yeah, it, it, it does. You know, demand is falling. It, it, essentially, the Fed raising rates, which is the necessary medicine to bring inflation under control. Uh, but it's also, effect, it's not just affecting demand, it's also affecting supply. And, you know, if the demand is falling, but supply is also falling, well, prices are not going to go very far. And that really means that the Fed needs help. And the Fed is going to need help from the from the federal, state, and local governments with policies, de- deficit reduction, with, you know, making building easier and cheaper for builders so we can see more units come on the market instead of seeing this massive pullback. The numbers are worrying. You know, housing starts fell again in July, down 10% over the one month, right, from June, and 8% from a year ago. That's been the story this year. Builder confidence falling and new construction is just on the way down. I want to go back if I could. I mean, I referenced, you know, the, the, the sort of the surge at home buying, you know, and really the period of time that I was thinking about was maybe like 1996 through the tech bubble into 2007 as being win-win. I mean, there were a lot of people who were enticed to buy into that market and to go into home ownership because of the financial vehicles that existed then that maybe, well, I mean, I, I could say it sort of without equivocating, should not have gone in and should not have purchased the financial products that they leveraged to buy the homes that they bought. Some people bought homes that they simply couldn't afford. We're not dealing with that this time. We're not. We're not. This is is, is different. Yes. That's right. I mean, that's that's the good part about this whole story, right? The, The positive is that buyers in today's environment are equipped, right? They're high. They're you know they have more income. They have better credit. We're not in a situation where, you know, mortgage delinquencies at an all-time low. You know, it's rising in 2022, but still way lower than it was before the pandemic, you know. And so we're not in a situation where uh, that resembles the massive collapse that we saw uh, in 2007. Mm-hmm. We're not there, right? Bring it, home, bring it home for us. What do you expect to see in this in this space? You know, eight consecutive months of declining confidence among builders. How long might this last? When might it turn around and what might make it turn around? It's going to last for a while because we know the Fed has to bring down inflation. And if the Fed is committed to bringing down inflation, it will continue to raise rates. And that means higher financing costs for, for new projects, new building projects. It also means higher mortgage rates, which are not going to help people get into homes, right? And are not going to help the demand side. I think this is going to last a while uh, and until inflation finally comes to a 
a level that is acceptable, we're not going to see new building pick up very much. Well, I appreciate the time as always, Orfe, for Dr. Orfe Devangi. This has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. 